What is up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of Bikini Things. We have with us Wellness IFBB Pro. You may know her on Instagram as Mandizi Fit. I am so excited for today's episode. I cannot wait to have her on. So listen all the way through. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and enjoy the episode. Why don't we just jump right in? You want to introduce yourself and maybe just give a little little recap of who you are and uh, how people may know you on social media or otherwise? Okay, um, so my name is Amanda. Um, on social media, I'm Mandaisy Fit. Um, I'm a new wellness pro to the IFBB. Hell yeah. Excited. Hey, Hell yeah. <laughs> and, um, I'm a speed and agility coach. I work with athletes during the day, so that's cool too. Um, and then, yeah, I think that's about it. We can just start with that. Perfect. No, that's perfect. And where where are you based out of? Um, so I'm based out of Ontario, California. Awesome. Yeah. So for listeners who may not know, because we do, I would say we do have a pretty good audience of bikini, bikini girls, competitors, wellness girls, figure, whatever from around the country. So Ontario is kind of like eastern part of the LA, LA area. Um, yeah, right on the inland, inland part of California. Um, a little bit closer towards like um, if people are to go towards Vegas from LA. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Well, yeah, awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm so I'm so glad to have you and I both of us. I mean, both of us turned pro at USA's, which was just such a cool experience. Um, and I feel like I don't know. I feel like for you and me, I kind of feel like a bond with the other girls that turned pro at the same time. Like I just think it's such a cool experience or such a unique life event that I definitely feel like there's some type of some type of connection between all of us girls that won our pro cards no, at that most show. Definitely, most definitely. I totally agree. It's like um there's just that level of accomplishment and then to be a part of the group where we all did it together, it's it's really exciting too. Yeah, I was I was in love with the little graphic that Toxic Angels made for us to the Toxic Bunch since there were eight of us. Oh yeah, that was so cute. That, that was, was the so cutest so thing ever. Badass. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hey. Exactly. And you're coming up on your pro debut now, so I'm really ex- I mean, you're looking so good, and I'm excited to see you get on stage again really soon. Can you talk a little bit about that? Thank you so much. Yeah. So um, we're working on we're working for. Uh, Pittsburgh Pro right now, so that's about eight weeks out from our current date. Um, and right now, you know, we're still getting a lot of food. Coaches feeding me quite a bit. Training feels good. I'm pushing heavy weights. Um, overall, I feel really excited about this prep. It's definitely different from you know each prep is always different. It's a little harder in some ways than others. Um, Getting ready for USA was a little difficult um, because of COVID, and I had a lot of health issues that were making it a little difficult for me. So we're still in that, I guess, grow phase right now. So being comfortable with still putting on, like, weight mm-hmm. while cutting at the same time is a little – it's hard mentally. Yeah. So how are – force feed yourself and get used to, like, you know, being uncomfortable before we cut – in two weeks. Gotcha. 
So you said there are some challenges with USAs. I mean, outside, outside, I guess, of the mental aspect of feeling comfortable with yourself and in that process, what were some of the things that you've had to face this year? Because this year really has, it's been challenging for everyone, whether you're a competitor or not. I mean, what were some of the things in your life that were going on? Um, okay, so I guess we should probably start at the beginning, like, sit down and buckle in, you know, this is story time. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I got into uh, fitness in general, because I was playing sports uh, through college, I played softball all the way through college, I went to Nevada University. Um, and when I was playing sports, I, def- I went through a lot of uh, physical limitations. I had um, about four major knee surgeries where they completely reconstructed my knee and then I would have to like rehab and get back into playing sports full time. So when I graduated and I was um, done with softball, I kind of lost that like competitive drive. And that's kind of what got me going into um, bodybuilding as a, you know, as a whole, being able to like challenge myself on a daily. And that's like that, that challenge in that um, every single day is literally different. Like no two preps are the same. No two days are the same. It's, it's crazy how much it's like every day you wake up, you're like, all right, what do we got today? You know, let's how, let's see how hard we can go today. We got, we got more in the tank. Okay. Let's, let's push harder. And so that challenge itself became very addicting to me that when COVID hit, I wasn't ready (laughs) for that, like abrupt stop. I was going, you know, full speed ahead. And then all of a sudden I'm like Mm -hmm. stuck at home. Were you on prep (laughs) when, when all that happened? Yeah, we were actually prepping for getting ready for USA's that was supposed to be in July. Right. Okay. Yeah, so I was just in the middle of prep, um, or just getting started for prep, actually. We were still, we just finished our growth phase, which is a little, um, it was hard. So I was getting really, really excited for that cut. And all of a sudden, everything got shut down. And I was like, wait. <laughs> then I couldn't go from the house. And that was just, man, the depression that set in was just real rough. Um, yeah, I was blessed enough to have threshold kind of still open to the staff. Um, we had very limited, like, uh, hours in the gym. You had to like sign up for certain hours to go train. So, you know, sharing that with all the other trainers made it a little hard to get in and get your work in. So you had to get a little creative. Um, unfortunately though, a couple weeks into COVID, um, I noticed that I started losing weight. I got kind of sick. I didn't get COVID, but I got really sick. And I ended up losing about 35 pounds. Oh, my gosh. In total, yeah. Um, and so then it turns out, after getting all these tests done and, um, and whatnot, I ended up being diagnosed with lymphoma. <gasps> um, oh, my goodness. Like blood cancer. That was, yeah. yeah, it was really a Um. So from July all the way through September, middle to towards the end of September, I was going through treatment and, um, man, I can't, I thought prepping was really hard. I, I've never felt so low before, you know, um, I went from being so strong and so, you know, so proud of my shape to losing uh, so much weight and not even being able to make it through a full workout. Like I would, I would do some banded like glute bridge on the floor, get one set in and I would feel like I was dying and I would get so mad. I would literally just leave the gym. 
Like, I would just get up and leave. Um, even walking on the treadmill, just regular, flat, no incline, very slow for 20 minutes was the hardest thing for me to do. Um, I can't even imagine going enough. through something like that. Yeah. Wow. You know, I, like, thinking about it right now, it definitely, like, hits home because I'm like, damn, I can't believe I really pulled through that. Yeah. You know, like, when you find finish uh, on stage at USA's, you're like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Everything I dreamt it, like, I, it just came true. Like, and you don't really know how to even grasp it. And you're just like in shock. Like, oh my God, <laughs> this really just happened. Yeah. That's um, amazing. And to go through all of that, like something that's so, so, se- I mean, serious. And I can't even imagine how difficult to, yeah, I to end that I with a pro card. That's so. That for a while. <laughs> yeah. Be a long time. Um, yeah. But as soon as the, the doctor told me that we were in the official stages of remission, I literally hit my coach and I was like, "We're we're we're doing a show," because I wasn't I wasn't eating, I couldn't work out, I wasn't I was losing weight so fast, and I needed something uh, a goal to keep me focused and driven. And you know, obviously having a show in mind doesn't make it like concrete, you know, like we don't have to do that show if we're not ready for it. But um, having something telling me that I need to get the food in, um, you know, cause when you have that show date, it's like, all right, it's just getting real, you know, like there's no messing around. You can't just like, okay, next week we'll start on Monday or, you know, mm-hmm. diet starts Monday type of mentality. Mm-hmm. So it was like, okay, we have a show date we really need to grow. We really need to get like recover. And the only way to do that is through getting my food up, making sure I'm eating enough, you know, get my butt to the gym, just start my moving my body. Cause that shit was hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's basically how we got started into USA's prep. Um, we, we probably did like a 10 week prep for USA's in total. Okay. Of actual cutting. Of actual, like, yeah, of actual cutting. Um, it was mo- mostly, actually, it was, it was probably, like, five weeks of building, and then we cut towards the end because I was already super small. Gotcha. Yeah. Wow. That's um, a, that's incredible. I had no idea. <laughs> I really had no idea. Yeah. That's... it's Well, it's one of those things where it's, like, when when I went pro and um, I kind of started to, like, get noticed, I don't really want to be that person who's known, like, known for, oh, like, that's the girl who had cancer and, you know, like, I don't want to have that as a label. It's kind of like, um, in a way, going through, like, Disney Channel, like, you don't want to grow up in Disney Channel and all of a sudden you have to reshape your identity, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know how else to explain this. Yeah, like, no, that makes, yeah, that makes there. sense. That makes sense. Um, so, it's like... I'm the type of person I like, I'll just go through it and just grin and bear it and try to be as resilient as I possibly can. Because at the end of the day, I want, I want whatever my future is because I decided it to be that way. Not because someone told me I couldn't do something or someone told me I shouldn't do this because of whatever their opinion is. I want, you know, my future to be what I created to be because I said so. And so that was my most, like most of my drive for for USA's in general, like at the end of the day, regardless of how I place or if we go pro or not, I'm just really happy to be here. <laughs> like I'm, 
I can't believe we even had a show like oh my gosh yeah I don't know what your mentality was like the last few weeks going into it but in December I mean December 2020 things were starting to get bad again and it really did not seem 100% that we were going to have a show and for me personally I don't know again I don't know what your mental state was like but I just it got to a point where I was like, I can't even think about this. If the show gets canceled, the show gets canceled. But I need yeah, to keep showing up. To yeah, it's like I, you just got to keep showing up, do the cardio, follow your meal plan, do the workouts. Yeah. Like nothing else is going on. So in college, I had this um, softball coach who always yelled out like, you know, something cheesy all the time, right? <laughs> you know, like they're on the field, they're like, CTC, you know, try to shout something out across the field. And for him, actually, CTC meant control the controllables. So when you're in something that's, like, so unknown, you can't let that unknown factor or the fear of the unknown stress you out, mm-hmm. especially with how close we were. You know, you had to remove anything possible that would, like, cause you to hold water or just not yes. lean out properly, you know, keep your hormones in check and your emotions regulated. So for me, it was, like, control what you can control. What can I do today? All right, I can get my training done. I can eat. I can do all the things I need to do. And, you know, and if there's a show, then we're ready for it. And if not, then, you know, hey, we just did a cut real quick, and we're going to be ready for the next one and come in even better. Yeah. Yeah. That, you, yeah. Have to, you have to be as positive as possible because, man, <laughs> to be that lean and you're so tired, mm-hmm. so tired, and you don't even know if you're going to step on stage, like that would stress me out like beyond. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, you just, you said you, it didn't though, you know, right? It's like you have this right. mindset of you can't let it get to you. And that's, that's exactly how I felt too. I was just like, you know what? If the show gets canceled, that's what happens. Like I can't stop it from getting canceled. There's nothing I can personally do. So what does it matter? Just <laughs> get on the Stairmaster, do your cardio and don't worry about it. Right, exactly. And those days where you really want to give up, I, you have to remind yourself that there are so many other people willing to do more for the same spot. Yeah. You know? So it all comes down to like how hard are you willing to push? How much are you willing to sacrifice so that you earn that spot in center stage? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy because people really do the extreme for this sport. And mm-hmm. to, to have that the ability to stand in the center like we did and to know that we earned it through all that work, you know, those countless hours in the gym, staying up, you know, just to eat and finish your food, um, missing out on so many social events just because you needed to sleep or you just needed to get rest in or you had to train. Like there was something that took priority and you really like, you made it happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's exactly it. So let me ask you this, because you turn pro in wellness, but just knowing a little bit, were you always a wellness competitor? And how? No, so I actually, um, I started out in bikini uh, back in 2018, I believe. Um, that was my first show competing. I really had a lot of issues um, with my body image. I was, I mean, being tall, you know, 
five eight and above hey <laughs> yeah hey girl <laughs> right you know being tall it's like you're already considered big yeah so, to me i was like i've always been really sick and i had knee surgery so many times that i ended up getting weight in college i just couldn't like i couldn't feel like i couldn't get rid of so in my head i just had such poor image i felt like i needed to be really tiny and petite and i thought that that was the way to go um Little did I know that I went through two preps and my body was just not having it. It was like, you are not going to shrink <laughs> unless you legit starve yourself. Mm -hmm. How many, so how many did, shows did you do as a bikini competitor? Um, I did two shows as a bikini competitor. I took fifth place in my first show and I took fourth in my second show. Um, and I was just holding so much muscle mass. I couldn't cut it down with how much cardio I was doing. Um, so my coach suggested that we would trans transition to figure. And um, so that's what we did in 2019. Okay. And I did two shows in figure, um, qualified for a national show after in April. So then I went to the uh, uh, Pittsburgh national show in August. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure I took dead last <laughs> at that show. <laughs> I came in um, a lot better than my first figure show. I really actually fell in love with how much I had to develop my body overall. I thought that um, I loved having to build and just become really strong, and I found beauty in that. Um, but, yeah, I'm pretty sure I took to, like, dead last in my national show for figure. <laughs> And we had found out at the time that wellness was going to be coming in in 2020. So my coach was like, look, what are you trying to do? Are you trying to stay in figure? Is this where you want to be? Or do you want to try wellness out and go that direction? Because you already have the size and the legs. And I was like, you know what? I feel like that's my genetics. Like that's where my, like my body type fits that perfectly. So let's go for it. Let's build. And we spent the last like year and a half building. And then, like I said, all the stuff in COVID hit. So it was kind of like a small setback. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, USA comes around and we end up, you know, snagging that pro card. Hell yeah. It was a crazy journey, really trying to find myself as a person. <laughs> yeah. How did it, because that's, that's a lot of changes. I mean, I would have to imagine there's probably very few competitors that have done three different, done and competed in three different categories. So... What did that feel like? I mean, just going from bikini, then to figure, then to wellness. And how did you, I mean, maybe just your own perception of yourself. How did that change? Um, well, like I said, when I first started in bikini, I think that bikini girls, for the record, are um, extremely beautiful. I love the, the femininity that they bring to the muscles and how um, classy they, the posing is and just the overall routine and presentation of bikini. And so I really fell in love with that as as a whole. But as my, like I said, with my personal image, I didn't accept that I'm just like a really, like a thicker person. Like my genetics just, I'm just really muscular in general. Um, so transitioning from wanting to be tiny and then really loving size, my size in general, just being really proud of that, it was really hard. Because <laughs> um, like I said, you have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Um, and I really just had to enter this mindset of stop being afraid of people seeing me. 
for who I am and stop trying to fit what I think other people's, um, I guess, definitions of beauty would be. And to start kind of fitting my own definition of beauty, what I think is beautiful for myself. And so, like I said, getting into figure, it was, um, I really fell in love with how a lot of the Olympian figure women brought so much beauty to developing that frame and that muscular frame. And even though, like, having women having muscles is thought to be so masculine, they, do, they did it with so much class, and they brought so much, like I said, so much beauty to their posing and to the overall presentation. I, it made me proud to have so much size. Um, but having arthritis in both my knees from all my surgery, it made it really difficult for me to, to lean down and to really get as hard as I was supposed to be for figure. So not necessarily doing as well in both bikini and figure really made me feel like I wasn't, like it made it hard to feel like I fit in somewhere, you know? Yeah. Like what decision do I feel like is really for me because mm -hmm. I'm killing myself trying to figure out how to do both or one or two. Yeah. One or two. Um, and so like I said, when Wellis came in, my leg size was already there. I already had so much muscle mass developed. It was like my prep for USA's was so much easier on my body than the other two preps for, for each um, bikini and for figure. Um, I was eating a lot more. I felt like my body was responding so much better. I was finally developing muscle like where I loved to develop muscle. Um, and I got to a point too where I was not afraid to show myself <laughs> like I went from hiding my legs at the gym with my sweaters to like wearing these like short shorts and showing off all my buff ass legs and <laughs> flexing in the gym like, you have like, awesome like, legs girl you should you should show <laughs> them <you>. off <laughs> I was like I used to be so ashamed of myself and just being so much bigger than everyone else and just one day it was kind of like it just clicked like that's like, incredible. I, it went from being, uh, this is like not who I want to be to this is everything I want to be. That's a, yeah. So, I mean, was there anything in particular that made that shift for you or that was just one day you just woke up and you're like, I'm, I'm ready to rock this. I love, I love myself. It was just, um, I think it's just more over time. Um, obviously I think that everybody has that one, that one day where they just wake up and it was just like, it, everything just kind of like clicks. You know, like you're having trial after trial after trial, and then all of a sudden, like, boom, you figure it out. Um, but I kind of just got tired of, not necessarily, well, I guess it would be saying that, I'd like playing the victim, you know? Like, oh, woe is me, I had a lot of knee surgeries, and my knees hurt, so it makes it hard for me to do this. Well, you know what? I'm sure somebody else has a harder sob story, and they're still doing it. So at some point, I got tired of, seeing people on social media or seeing people around me directly that were where I wanted to be. You know, like, I don't want to em envy somebody else. And so, like you said, like that one morning, you just wake up, you're like, all right, I'm just tired of this. And we're just going to go, you know, full throttle, as consistent as possible, as focused as possible, you know, and you're going to give everything that you got because at the end of the day, if you make it there or not, I'm not going to have anything I regret because I gave it everything I had. That's awesome. 
yeah, that's, it's a great mindset. So now coming into the IFBB, prepping for your first pro show, where, I guess your own, your own thoughts, where do you see wellness going? They just announced it's going to be at Olympia this year. What do you think is up and coming for this division? That's really only been around in the U S since 2020 and not even that long because 2020 was such a weird year for competing. It was so like awkwardly short. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Honestly, I feel like Lois is going to be huge. I I personally think that it's probably going to take, uh, become the larger uh, division, like even bigger than, than bikini because there are still so many people who are out there that love that uh, larger leg, you know, look. Um, but I do think that it's going to challenge a lot of people who think that they're wellness but aren't really wellness and make them really step up their game so that they can become wellness. Um, I, I think, don't think a lot of people really understand how much work it really takes to, to really grow and be in that, that division yeah, so I think I know what you mean, because we've, we've talked about this a little bit in person. I remember talking to you about it at USA's weekend, but what do you mean by that? Like people, you say people that think they're wellness. Um, so I feel like, okay, just um, complain, being as blunt and honest as possible, when you look at the, for muscle contests, for example, you go to these local shows, these um, NPC amateur shows, and you see wide ranges of physiques. Um, people who look like they're really, really shredded, and then there's others who look like they, you know, they're not, they're not there yet. Um, I, I think that wellness is getting a little oversaturated with people who are wanting to prep for a show, but not necessarily putting in a hundred percent of the work. So they have the size, but they don't fill out the rest of the requirements, if that makes sense. If I'm putting that in, like, the nice yeah. possible. Yeah, I um, think you I think you are. I mean, I just remember you and, you and me talking briefly about it, and wellness, it's not just, it's not just being thick, like, it's not just being, like, a cute, like, thick girl. Right, you're not, you're not just coming out <laughs> having a fat ass, you know, yeah. like, it's not about being thick, like you said, it's about being, like, dense, like, you, yes. like, for example... My my, I just measured my legs today. My legs are twenty six inches. Oh my god! <laughs> so to keep that, I have to eat a lot, like I said. But I'm also training legs like three to four times a week. That's so blowing to, my to mind. To get your legs pushing heavy weight consistently, often, and then to get the proper amount of recovery and still do your cardio. That itself is extremely challenging. Yeah. Um, oh my goodness. That sounds. Yeah. That sounds like a lot. You're. I mean. I'm. I'm just floored. Your. Your legs are like the size of my waist, girl. That's yeah, unreal. Dude, my legs are huge. That's <laughs> unreal. Oh my gosh. You know, that's incredible. Tall, too, you have to build out that length of the muscle belly. You know. So obviously, the a lot of the wellness competitors that I idolize personally, um, I'm excited to be able to compete against them coming up at the Pittsburgh Pro. Um, so many people that I've been following for years are going to be competing alongside of me, and I'm like mind blown. I'm like, yo, I'm a, yeah. I'm like fangirling out, <laughs> like for that sure. Stage, and I'm supposed to be one of you, you know? Are there are there athletes in particular that you're looking forward to meeting and 
competing alongside? Oh, most definitely. Uh, Yurishna and Angelou Borges are both competing at Pittsburgh Pro in, in two months, and they are both my, my wellness idols. I think that they have... Um, well, I mean, Yurishna. Yurishna, she's just like she's just like goals, like you know, not she's even insane. <laughs> exactly. And for her to be that size and to to be completely one hundred percent real, like she built that, is insane. And what I mean by real is because wellness is coming from like the South American, you know, part of we don't. There's a lot of women out there who actually get a lot of like altercations oh you know I see that's what I mean alterations to their body I see like Um, like surgical enhancements yeah surgical enhancements uh they're having like injections to their glutes to make their um glute their tie-ins appear longer and fuller and there's so many things that they're doing to where they're not like their physique that they present is not actually attainable I see versus your reach now where she literally built like that's her Mm-hmm. Through and through, a hundred percent. No, like no if ands and buts. That's real. Mm-hmm. And so to see that, to see someone who put in like three years or more to build for this division and earn that respect, that's insane. And then like to be next to her on stage, I'm like, yo, I'm like I said, I'm just happy to be here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. I can't wait to see how I compare to someone who I consider being so great. Yeah, you know, and it's also exciting for me because I'm like, yo, I'm coming for your head. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, how so motivating. Under, under, underrated right now, you know, like you're going to see, you're going to not expect me to come up at anywhere. And so that's exciting for me too. Motivating in a way. Yeah. I don't want to come up on stage and make myself look like a joke, right? Like I know they're coming, you know, and they're not playing any games. Mm-hmm. these girls are like dedicated they live eat sleep bodybuilding wellness like they're ready to go yeah so i gotta make sure that i'm doing all that i can so i deserve my spot next to them and yurishna if i'm not mistaken i i i think i fo- followed her for a while originally i found her through fashion nova's social media and same thing i couldn't believe i just looked at her body and couldn't believe that that was a real person and she's a, <laughs> right? I mean, yeah, just incredibly beautiful, incredible, incredible physique. But she was the WBFF world champion in her division, correct? Before she transitioned yeah, to, I, she, to NPC? Um, she came from there and she was actually bikini, or I guess their version of wellness. And then she took um, three years off before wellness had transitioned into the U.S. So when wellness came in last year, that was... Uh, her wellness debut was was right when we first started competing again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, universe. Well, that'll yeah, that'll be in, so. No, she went to um, she competed out in in Florida, and then she went to universe and went pro at universe. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Well, that'll be so. That'll be amazing for you to just be on stage with that that caliber of an athlete in your division. Right. So. And I'm, I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm excited for you. I can't, I mean, I can't wait just to see you get on stage and, you know, let alone having some of these wellness IFBB shows will be really, really cool. And, and like you, I imagine you're probably curious to see how you are going to stack up against girls that are more petite and not as tall as you. Right. So they have, you know, being shorter, it makes it easier for them to fill out, you know, build out that, that aesthetic, um, 
so to see how how well I can compare to someone who you know whose body is just you know coming and ready to go can be really exciting. Um, like I said, it's a lot of work. These leg days are no joke, man. <laughs> For sure, I yeah. What I mean, what are what are some of your training splits like? I mean, you're really doing like four heavy leg days a week. How do you even try to get in enough recovery with that schedule? Um, so I don't necessarily go too heavy um, all four days. Um, I'll do like glutes and hamstring focus, and then the next day or the next leg day itself, not necessarily back to back. Depends on how I'm feeling. Um, if I do do back-to-back days, but it'll be a hamstring and glutes and then quad glutes um, type of split. Um, I will do two days out of the four where I'm pushing the the weight. I'm trying to get in, you know, heavy weight. I, you know, get to those maxes, those four reps type of maxes. And then the other days I'm working more uh, time over tension, more of that higher volume, still keeping the weight moderate to heavy, but I'm not going, you know, balls to the wall type of intensity with the weight. Um, I do also incorporate a lot of band work into my lifting because of the fact that I do, like I said, I do have arthritis in both my knees. So growing my quads just like is the hardest thing ever. And then making sure that I do legs without um, like putting myself out of commission, you know, that's yeah. always a challenge. Yeah. Um, so band definitely like, they're a game changer for me. Um, so like I said, I'll get those heavy days in there. I'll get the more high volume time over tension work. I'm controlling, feeling the muscle, that mind to muscle connection is super important when developing overall shape in general with, um, anything. Um, so then getting the bands in there, it's a different type of resistance. So it's also less lower impact on my joints and I'm still able to isolate and work the muscles but again, in a different way. So I'm not using something super heavy. Um, you know how bands work. It's like, man, those things are so small and so so simple, but those things kick your butt. For sure. Yeah. Do you have a favorite brand or anything that you use? Um, I use the Perform Better brand. Um, the band itself is like a that rubbery, stretchy band. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, some people don't necessarily like them because they snap or they'll break quicker. But um, I prefer them better because I feel like with material, like cloth bands, the band, the elastic overstretches, and then it just becomes this loose loop, you know? And I feel like it doesn't necessarily last as long, and I'm not able to actually push past my range or improve my range of motion. It's kind of, like, limited to how the cloth stretches. Yeah, that's true. I have I have noticed so, that with some of mine the cloth ones it's like over yeah. time they're not they're so, not as killer as they used to be when you first get them. Right, right. So don't get me wrong, I love the cloth ones um, for certain exercises. Like if I'm doing uh, banded glute bridge or hip thrusts, I would want that cloth just because it's a it's a lot uh, more stable. Like I can actually push harder against the cloth um, versus if I was using that rubber band. Like I said, it's more for that range of motion and the resistance. Um, so I won't get as much stability during certain exercises that I'm looking for. Um, I think the key is really trying to not necessarily switch up the exercises, but switching up your resistance and the way those the muscles are activated and felt within those movements is super important. Yeah, that's a great point. 
that's a great point. Getting some variety. Yeah, because you like uh, you see all those people on social media that are posting about um, staying consistent with your exercises, not getting too uh, all over the place and switching things up too much because you do need to build up um, that strength and get your muscles used to that movement itself in order to progress and get actual results. But the problem is that you don't always have that, like you said, you don't always do every single day where you're hitting heavy, heavy, heavy. Not every single day is going to be that high volume, but being able to mix up is going to keep those muscles firing and more than likely keep you out of that plateau that you would normally hit when you're repeating the same things over and over and over and over and over. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, and I I like that. I feel like there is more of that messaging on social media. I think for a long time, there were such and there still are but there, you know, these fancy like influencer workouts that are more just intended to look nice and look interesting and creative rather than actually be a productive workout that's going to help you build some muscle. Yes, exactly. Well, awesome. Do you have do you have any other any other tips or advice for fellow competitors, maybe in particular girls or women that are looking to compete in wellness? Um the biggest advice I could give is to be as consistent as possible. Um obviously consistency is key and they say that everybody says that everywhere actually. You know what? I actually feel like I would scratch that. The biggest advice I would give to somebody who's looking to compete in general, and this could be towards bikini, figure, wellness, you know, male, even female, it doesn't matter. To be a solid competitor, you need to be secure with who you are as a person. Very secure with you and who you are and where you're trying to go because when you're in this industry, you're going to have so many eyes and opinions on you and being thrown in your face at a constant, constant rate. And it doesn't matter if you're in your off season or if you're in in season, you know, when you're in an off season, people tell you you're look fat. If you're in in season, people tell you to look tired and you're too skinny. You know, everyone's going to have an opinion. And if you're secure with who you are, you'll be able to stay consistent and actually reach your goals. You know, we can't allow the constant um, fear of pleasing other people to to put us in a certain box and to limit us from reaching our full potential. Yeah. So if you are going to compete and you are, like, going to give this your all, be sure that this is what you want and be sure, you know, of yourself because it's going to be super hard. (laughs) It's going to be the hardest thing you've ever tried, actually, I think. For me, it was the most challenging thing I've ever experienced, you know, besides, you know, 2020 treatment and whatnot. Um, but being secure with myself and being able to reach that place allowed me to stay consistent and to do what I needed to do, even when I wasn't feeling my greatest. Even when I was second guessing myself or the path that we were on, I was like, you still have to be, you know, do the work. Yeah. Yeah, that's great advice. That's really, really good advice. Because every, everyone, whether you're trying to go pro or you're just doing a show for the heck of it to try it out, so many people in your life are going to have opinions on what you're doing. And if you're, not, if you're not stable in your foundation, 
it's it's just going to drive you crazy. Exactly, and, and you, you know you're you need prepping. Your emotions are all over the place. Your body fat is dropping. It affects your hormones. Like you're already up against so many obstacles trying to be successful. And the least you could do is be proud and content with yourself as a, as a person. You know, give yourself that that little bit of of slack. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh, that's great advice. I love that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so before before I let you go, I want to talk about what what are your plans for the future, whether it's competing. I mean, you've got Pittsburgh coming up, but do you have other show plan show plans? Do you have other things going on in your um, life, work, personal things? What's next for you? Um, so overall goal is I would love like man, I would love to make it to Olympia. So um, if we don't get the job done in Pittsburgh, then, you know, we'll probably get back to the drawing boards and just to see what shows are available, um, you know, going on right now. Because there, there are shows like Tampa and, and Chicago, and there's uh, also one in Texas that are going to be great options if, you know, for me to get the job done. Um, personally, I'm, you know, building my business as, as a coach, as a personal trainer, as a um building as an individual too so i have my degree in kinesiology and i'm working right now to go back to school and get my master's as a registered dietitian um going through treatment and experiencing all of the the things i had to change in my life um just gave me an overall different respect and view for for food and how much it actually helps our bodies and how we can heal ourselves through literally changing our diets um, so I'd love to just really dive deeper into that and become more well-versed in that area um, as a personal goal. That's amazing. Oh, that's so cool. Well, good luck with yeah, that. Yeah, I'm super excited. Yeah, so, that's incredible. So, you know, I'm trying to figure out how to get it all done, you know, mm-hmm. all at the same time. We might have to prioritize certain things, you know. Some things might take a little longer, but um, overall, that's that's where I'm trying to be headed at this point. That's amazing. Well, good luck with all of that. I would, that would be amazing for you to be on the Olympia stage this year. I would love that. Man, so, I will <laughs> definitely. So hard, like, <laughs> you know, I, hey, we're here. <laughs> Mama, we made it. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. I will definitely be watching and, and paying attention to your journey competing this year. And I'm so excited for you to do your pro debut. Thank you so much. I'm so excited too. I really appreciate it. So much. Of course, of course. Okay. Well, any any last words of wisdom or anything else? Otherwise, I think I think we're all good. No, I think that's definitely it. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thanks so much for being on the podcast. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Bikini Things. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. And if you got value out of this episode, if you've got a friend that might enjoy listening to this, don't forget to share it with a friend. And lastly, do not forget to follow us on Instagram at bikini underscore things.